What? Hey. <laughs> what? I go hard cuz and I'm on time. It is officially 5:30 and I am here at 5:30. Damn it. If ain't nobody else going to pat you on the back, pat your own damn self on the back. Go ahead, T. Okay? I was so busy getting this wig together and stuff like that, so I'm so happy. I was able to make it on time at 5.30. Hope you guys are doing good. Let me check my screens. Make sure y'all can see me. Can y'all see? Can y'all hear me? Is everything all good? Okay, good. Happy Friday, T-Sippers. Yes, yes, the Bayang. Yes, the Bayang. <laughs> I'm part of the Bang Gang today. I hope y'all are doing good. Y'all not love to switch it up, child. So, and, um, oh my God, it is so much to talk about. It is so much. Let me wait for everybody to get up in here. So today is Friday. It's a lot going on. But before I even get started, definitely want to send my condolences to Coolio. Um, he died the other day. So, you know, rest in peace to him. My condolences to him and his family. Um, I loved Coolio as a kid. Gangsters Paradise. We played that in one of our Zoom parties. And I know that song word for word. So that was really sad to hear that he passed away. Um, yes. Thank you, guys. I'm glad y'all like the hair. I appreciate you. Now, as far as the lip, I want to go ahead and, you know, thank Haley Bieber for, you know, just, just helping me realize that I can do so much more with my lips. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had no idea that I could take a simple lip liner, line my lips, and then just put on, like, you know, just a touch, a touch of lip gloss. Thank you so much, Haley. Hope you guys are liking the brownie glaze lip gloss. Like she totally inspired me. Thank you, sis. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> Bitch, please, we've been doing this shit since the 90s. Don't play with us. Black and brown girls, we've been doing the brown lip liner with the lip gloss, okay? The black girls and the cholas, we've been doing it. Haley, you ain't discovered nothing new, sis, okay? But I felt, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to come on and, and show y'all how the brownie glaze looks on brown skin, okay? <laughs> y'all know I'm a mess, but it is, it is a lot going on right now in these streets, especially with, like, all the internet drama, all the internet beef. Um, Once again, child, mm, B. Simone, Danny Lay, baby. They were all trending the other day, so we're going to get into that story. We're going to get into that tea. I'm waiting for some more people to get up in here. Okay, good. We just jumped up to 2,700 people. Um, so I, I got to talk about this. I was supposed to go live yesterday, but I wasn't feeling too well, so I'm going to go live today because today I got time because, okay? So something about this story is very interesting to me. And another thing that's very interesting is I see a lot of black women with their capes. Oh, y'all love, anytime there's a chance to go at Danny Lay, y'all love it. Y'all throw on y'all's capes and y'all run to go and attack her on behalf of, you know, whoever's attacking her. And, you know, Danny Lay has had her, her definitely her share of controversy. And y'all and I have caught her out. I held her accountable for the yellow bone situation. Um, she's definitely been drugged. But I just don't understand, like, y'all make heroes out of people. Y'all y'all forget a lot of shit. I didn't understand how everybody was siding against Danny Lay for B. Simone. 
I'm like, am I in the twilight zone? This is the same woman who basically, in so many words, said that women like Danny Lay, you know, the, the Spanish, the, the spicy, muy calientes. Okay, shout out to my Latin sisters. She basically said that Dominican women, Puerto Rican women were way sexier and way better than black women. Remember when she was dick riding Danny Lay? Remember, I did a whole video on this in 2020. So y'all got a short attention span, but I don't. I don't forget shit. Okay. So for me, I, I can't I can't take B Simone seriously. Let me go ahead and play y'all a flashback of a video I did calling out B Simone, where I basically said that Danny Lay lives in B Simone's head rent-free. Okay, so let me share my screen. We're gonna get started with this video. Shout out to everybody in here. If you're here, come on in, hit the like button, please. So let's listen to what Danny uh what B Simone had to say about Danny Lay, who was living in her head rent-free two years ago. Okay, here's the thing. Dominican bitches, they already have the upper hand. <laughs> because it's something in their blood that ma genetically makes them sexy. That's the problem. I'm gonna start telling people I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> I see it. You can see I'm Puerto Rican. Just a little bit. Uh, a little bit. bit. Like, bitch, she from DR, I'm from PR. <laughs> okay? Daddy's from DR, I'm from PR. Like, wait, Puerto Rican. So you really trying to uh, go another round? You might uh, stay in the fight. Should I keep fighting keep for fighting. him? You gotta keep fighting. You gotta keep going. I'll tell you one thing, though. I ain't disrespecting nobody's relationship. So now that they public, I'm gonna leave them alone. All right, let me come back on this screen here. So y'all heard what she said. It was a very cringy video where she said, you know, Dominicans and Puerto Ricans are just naturally sexy. They have an upper hand on black women. See, that that's it's that bullshit, you know, and that's what causes a divide with women and, and different things like that. Now, any Latinos hang around me and you think you got the upper hand, you're going to have another thing coming, okay? I feel like all women, as long as you carry yourself well, you dress well, you look good, should nobody have the upper hand over you, okay? So anyhow, that is what she was saying about Danny Lay. So then out the blue, Hollywood Unlocked came out and said that, oh, Danny Lay told the producers of Wildin' Out that she didn't want to be on the same sh on, on the show if B. Simone was going to be there. So initially it was a rumor. Um, and I think Danny Lay had liked it, the post or something like that. And then what I found very interesting is that the very next day, now, I don't know what all B. Simone got going on. I don't follow her. I don't pay her no mind. But the very next day, she was on the Tamron Hall show. I said, well, this is interesting. She's doing talk show runs now? Okay. So she was on the Tamron Hall show, and basically, she confirmed that um, Danny Lay had her removed, you know, didn't want to be on the show with her. So let's go ahead and listen to what she told Tamron Hall. Let me go ahead and pull this up here. Yeah, she, she says she's giving Danny Lay grace. It's funny, I keep hearing everybody use the word grace now all of a sudden. But anyways, let's go ahead and play the uh, the video. Hold on. Wrong one. Let me tell my desktop. Give me two seconds here. All right. This is her on the Tamron Hall show talking about the situation. She's been trending all night long. Um, there's a report that you were supposed to appear on an episode of Wild and Out, this hit MTV show, Nick Cannon show, and that another female guest persuaded producers to take you off the show. Mm -hmm. That you've done nothing wrong mm -hmm. and you were taken off and your fans are concerned. Yeah. Um, 
Is it true they took you off the show? You know what? I'm going to answer that very simply. It is true, but we're going to have grace for that situation. Um, I don't agree with it, but I understand it, especially, you know, she's not that mature. So we're just going to have grace for her and move forward. That sounds like the publicist's answer, but I've had time to think about it and not react emotionally, and that's genuinely how I feel. And, and so the, the show, we've not been able to verify if they, uh, if that is why they. All right, so y'all just saw that. Let me come back on the screen. So, you know, she says that she's being mature about this situation. She's giving Danny grace, but they're the ones who put the story out there. Her and Hollywood Unlocked, they put the story out there. Nobody would have knew about this story or gave two shits about this story had they not put it out there. So, of course, once that went viral, I noticed a lot of black women grabbed their capes and they were caping for B. Simone and attacking Danny and saying, oh, you just are trying to bring a black woman down. You don't want a black woman on Wallin' out. You be hating on the black woman. And I'm like, really? This is the same black woman that says she wants to claim being Latina. Not even two years ago. And y'all can say T was a joke. You be taking stuff too personally. But like I always tell y'all, there's always a little bit of truth in every joke. And I don't like self-deprecating humor when it comes to black women. Because she was speaking for black women as a whole when saying that another race of women were better than black women. Because again, you'll never see another race of women uh, downing their own and uplifting another race. You're not going to see Asian women on Instagram talking about, oh my God, you know, uh, white women are so much better than me. I'm, I'm going to start claiming to be white. They're not going to do that. So I, I, I wasn't feeling that at all. And I, I just found it very funny that black women were caping for her and trying to attack Danny. I feel like both of them be clowning. Like, I, I would not cape for either one of these women. They can fight their own fight. They can hold their own damn titties, okay? Um, now what was so funny is that Danny came out and she spoke out about the situation because, again, she was getting attacked relentlessly. So she finally came out with her side. So we're going to watch what Danny had to say, and then I'm, I'm going to speak on it even more in depth. Give me, oh, no, 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 but hold on. Wait, before that, before Danny came out with her side, this is another thing. This is another thing I had I had to I had to bring up. Before Danny Lay even came out with her side, B. Simone was going around liking the baby's new song. This is a song where he's disrespecting another black woman, Meg the Stallion, where he's telling the world that he smashed her the night before the whole thing went down with Tori. So you're 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 liking his poll. She made a post on her Instagram stories and caught the baby, aka the felon who should be in fucking jail. Um, the goat. She caught the felon, the goat. Okay. So it's so funny that she's still like jockeying this guy who who has paid her no mind for the most part. She's still jockeying him publicly. It, it just it looks it looks sad at this point. So let me show y'all these posts. They have posted it on uh Hollywood Unlock. Give me just a second here. Let me share my screen. Okay. So here goes one of the posts. Here, this I can't play the music video. It's muted. But this is the video where he has somebody playing Meg the Stallion. He's acting like he's smashing Meg. You know, uh, y'all want to screen protect black women, but only protect, you know, who y'all want to protect for that day. So he can disrespect another black woman, put her business out there, and she calls him the goat. On this post, uh, she was seen, oh, same one. 
calling him the ghost. So all the all the people were like reporting on it, and she was also liking stuff. Um, and there's also now because this song is not doing well because all the other black women who have common sense are like, we're not supporting this song. The song is trash. And y'all know I'm not no big Meg Thee Stallion fan. Y'all know that. But at the end of the day, who gives a shit if you slept with her? If she's a whore because she slept with you and Tori, what does that make you? You're out here making baby after baby after baby with any woman who will open her legs. So why is she a whore? Last time I checked, Meg ain't got no kids out here. She might be fucking everything that moves, but she ain't procreating and having 10 kids by 10 different people. So again, I just find that very funny that, you know, she can be slut shamed all over Twitter and this girl is calling him the goat. But then in the same breath, y'all sit here and cry and say, protect black women. Okay. So after she was seeing, you know, liking his post and shouting him out and, you know, making sure, you know, hey, pick me. I'm still here, the baby, a.k.a. the felon. Um, Danny finally decided to speak out. Okay. So this is what <laughs> Danny had to say about the situation, Jail. Give me just a second. It was cool. It was, it was no problems on set. It's problems now, but it's all good. Like I'm not even tripping. Nobody's in my nobody's in my position. I had a kid with John. Like this ain't no little. It's a real like it was a set in this situation. So I'm sure a lot of people in real life would probably do the same thing if they knew the truth. You was openly supporting me and him all the time, and then started doing you and being weird so it's so good bro why do the show i should have declined yeah all right whatever bye um so <sighs> so the situation i just feel like okay from the jump, it was never a demand. I don't know why the blogs are seeding it out to put it out that I demanded Beast Moon not to be on Wild and Out. Wasn't the case. Wild and Out asked me. I love Wild and Out shows. I always supported Nick. I've always supported the comedians um, on the show. So, you know, me and Beast Moon are not cool. So, I just, my team asked if it's cool she doesn't do the episode that I do respectfully. It was never anything to be like, I'm a diva, I don't want. I thought it'd be more mature to have us not sitting next to each other on a show, making it mad, awkward, and uncomfortable. You know, like, I, that's, I'm protecting my peace. I'm protecting my heart on the situation. It wasn't petty. She was actually there, so I'm sure she got paid. It wasn't to take away money from nobody's pocket. It was just, why, why would we say, I didn't know you wanted, like, I didn't know, I don't know. So, yeah, recently she just did a whole diss song about me. I didn't say nothing about it. I seen text messages between him and her. I didn't say nothing about it. And that's what it was. That's it. I'm handling the, the situation maturely because I feel like I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm just doing me. And she on a TV interview talking about trying to make this a whole whatever and it just is what it is like I don't even want to talk about it I feel like I'm working really really hard right now I'm on tour I'm fucking tired I'm taking time away from my baby to like just kind of like just work just do what I gotta do 
And it's just like, I feel like the devil just wants to follow me and just, you know, if it's, it's real life, guys, like, I know there's a lot of internet stuff, but you guys don't know it's real life. Real life stuff has happened. You guys don't know details. If I don't want to be around somebody, it ain't no diva thing. It's just, hey, is it cool? She's not on this episode. I don't think it was that deep. I'm sorry. Like, for real, I really wouldn't have did the episode if I would have known all of this would have came out of it. I'd rather have not done it. I just thought respectfully I would ask and see if that was cool. Bam. It's done. I'm not... I'm never fighting over no community dick. I'm never fighting over nothing. Like, I'm past that. I'm over it. I understand. I'm not insecure. I'm not scared. I'm just not going to be around somebody that me and you don't clearly mess with each other. So, I don't know. That's just, it ain't missing out on no money. She was there. I'm sure she got paid. If she didn't get paid, well, then I should pay her for that day for her being there and her time. I don't got no more problems. I don't want to speak on the situation at all. I'm on tour. I'm working. I'm working on new music. I just want to, like, focus on that. And who knows if this will get backlash because it is what it is with me. I know everybody likes to come for me. It's all good. Like, But I'm really just focusing on myself right now. I'm on tour. And that's it. It ain't no demand. It ain't no nothing. I didn't. It's just protecting my peace, protecting my energy. That's it. That's all I got to say. So, yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I would like to say, but, yeah. <sighs> Let's see what part the blogs pick up from this live. And- okay, all right, that's enough. <laughs> all right, so y'all just heard what she had to say, so really quick, like I told you guys, um, we have our official first sponsor for my live stream. So today's show sponsor is BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a mental health platform that provides online mental health and therapy sessions for people. If you're going through it mentally, emotionally, or just need to speak to somebody, um, you guys can talk to a therapist from the safety of your own home. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com forward slash use my code sip slow. Okay. So make sure you guys go to betterhelp.com forward slash sip slow to save 10% off. Now, I, you know, honestly, to be honest here, both these ladies need to hit up BetterHelp. They both need some damn counseling and some damn therapy. So hopefully they use my code and call and talk to a therapist. Okay. So this is my thing with the whole situation. Let me be very, very honest. Cause like I said, I have no real dog in this fight. Um, if B. Simone is upset, B. Simone needs to talk to the producers, okay? Um, Danny Lay has the right to ask to not be on the stage with somebody who she does not get along with. Let, I mean, let's keep that real. I don't understand, like, why this is so shocking. Half of y'all won't sit next to a bitch at work that you don't like. If I don't fool with the damn, you know what I'm saying, with this customer service rep, because she always got an attitude, she's always looking you up and down, I'm not about to sit next to her at lunch. I don't want her damn energy around me. So why is that so strange for her to be like, well, hey, I do want to come on the show, but I don't want to be on stage with her. You know, there's some behind the scenes drama and I just, and and think about it too. She doesn't want to get clowned on national television. You know how much ammo B. Simone would have for her, especially being that B. Simone is still jockeying the diaper. I mean, the baby, you know what I'm saying? So... I, I feel her for asking. All she did was ask. She didn't come in there with a diva demand. She said, I would like to not be on stage with her. So at that point, there was one of two things that could happen. B. Simone 
the, the production company is beholden to be Simone, not Danny Lay. Danny Lay doesn't work there. She's a walk-on. You're about to come on stage. You'll be here for a few hours. That's it. That's all. Be Simone. That is her job. So the production company, you know, the whoever runs while and not, I'm assuming Nick is still running it. We know he can't stop, you know, having kids. So his mind is elsewhere. But shouldn't her anger be directed at the production company and Nick Cannon and the Wild and Out executives? Your loyalty and their loyalty is to you. So if they removed you from the show to make Danny Lay more comfortable, then you need to talk it up with your boss because their loyalty should have been to you. They should have told Danny Lay, no, we'll pass. We'll have somebody else come in your place. But obviously they don't care. You're irreplaceable. You're, you're replaceable. Excuse me. You're obviously replaceable to them, especially for that episode, because they told you to sit this one out because we choose her over you. So instead of going on Tamron Hall and, and getting upset and making this big old social media thing, she should have took it up with Nick Cannon and the Wild and Out people because that is who owed her loyalty and respect. Danny Lay don't owe her shit, just like she really don't owe Danny Lay anything. You know what I'm saying? But Danny had every right to ask. I ask all the time when I'm going to certain events if certain people are going to be there. And if they're going to be there, I never say, well, it's either me or them. I just, oh, I'm not going to be there. I'm cool. Well, why aren't you going to come? Because I don't like that person and I'm not going to put myself in this situation. So, uh, you know, hit me up when you got something going on where that person is not going to be involved. It's that simple. I'm never going to stop somebody else's bag and say, it's either me or them. Because there's a lot of bitches who do that shit. Don't get it twisted. A lot of real, real weird bitches who do that. Well, they'll make it a, it's either them or me situation. No, I just want to know who's on the list. Okay, well, I won't be there, but y'all have fun. Be blessed. Have a good night. I'm going to find me something else to do. Okay? So all she did was ask. So if they would have told her, hey, no, we're not going to remove B. Simone. Either you deal with B. Simone being on stage or you don't. Then at that point, Danny could have chose, okay, fine, I'm going to suck it up and just do it. Or else she could have just, you know, said, well, nope, I pass. I'm not going to do it if B. Simone is going to be there. But those are the options that the production companies should have gave Danny. That either B was going to be there and we're standing by B and either you can come or you can't come. But being that they took B. Simone off, that is on Wildin' Out. I don't see why everybody's attacking Danny after this or going saying that she stopped somebody's bag, but y'all don't have the same energy for Nick Cannon. Y'all don't have the same energy for MTV. Y'all don't have the same energy for the people who actually pull strings at the network. But y'all are attacking this girl behind some shit that y'all y'all would do. Imagine if there was some type of banquet at your job and there's a there's women that you don't like or a female that you don't like or a guy that you don't like at your job. And they're telling you, you have to be there. You have to sit next to that person. You'd be asking your boss, hey, can you move me somewhere else? Can I sit, you know, over there? I don't want to be right next to that person. We don't get along. People make adjustments and ask for adjustments all the time. Yes. Uh, thank you, uh, Wolf Kiria. It's fake outrage. And I think the whole thing was a setup. Because, again, nobody even knew about this situation until B. Simone and them started posting about it. Then the very next day, while it's on the blogs and it's hot, she goes on the Tamron Hall show and this is the topic. Who cares? Okay, so but so you're mad at this girl. You're giving this girl grace, but you're not mad at your employer? That's who you really should be mad at. That's who cuts your check. You know what I'm saying? So if they didn't allow you to get on stage to clown her and, and tell your jokes, that is on your employer. 
I don't think Danny did anything wrong in this situation, honestly, because this is something that a lot of people do, including myself. I always ask who's going to be there. And if it's some people I don't rock with, I'm not going. It's that simple. Now, if they say, well, you know, we'd rather have you there than that person. So let us make some phone calls. Then that's on that's on them that they're going to pick me over that person. But I don't think it should ever be a situation like I don't understand how on the Internet people are just so confused and they don't understand what she did. This happens all the time. Even like think about it when you're going out with some of your friends. Right. Let's say like one of your cousins invites you out, says, hey, we're all going to go to the club this weekend. What's the first thing everybody says? Who's all coming? Come on now, it ain't just me. I want to know who's all coming. Is everybody going to be cool? Is it going to be one bad energy vampire draining bitch? Because if she's going to be there, I don't want to sit next to her. Keep her weird ass in the back seat away from me. That's the first thing you ask as human being. Who's all going to be there? Who's all coming? Because I need to know. Are these friends? Is there an op in the mix? You got to know. So I don't think she asked anything like I, I don't understand that everybody's all confused and oh, how dare she ask? How dare she request? Y'all would do the same thing. Imagine somebody for the past two years since 2020 has had your name in their mouth living in their head rent free. I would think the girl was a stalker at this point. I'm keeping it real. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, my God. She has good hair. Go back and watch that video that I have. On my channel, I played a snippet of it called Danny Lay Liz Rent Free and B. Simone's Head. Watch that full video of her talking. It, the way she's lusting after this girl and her features is weird. She's lucky that that's all she asked for. Me personally, I would have asked for a restraining order. You're a weird ass bitch. You're talking about my hair texture, my complexion, saying Dominican babies are sexy in diapers. You're a weirdo. Straight up. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's weirdo shit. So she's lucky that's the only thing she asked. Like I said, I would have asked for a restraining order because she was giving me, I'm about to skin her and wear her type vibes. Like, let me, you know what I'm saying? What was, I forgot what, what, damn it, all these damn serial killers, I'm getting them all mixed up. Was that Edward Gein, Ed Gein in Wisconsin? That was peeling people's skin off and making outfits and shit. It ain't funny, but that's the damn vibe I was getting. Like she wanted to wear Danny Lay and then creep into the bedroom with the baby laying on the bed and she's in Danny Lay's skin or some shit. Ew! Because <laughs> that was just too much. It was too much dick riding of Danny Lay. And she's so skinny and her stomach is so flat. And, huh, and I go to the gym and I never look like that. It's a very strange video. Y'all can say, well, she was just joking. Shit. Okay, watch that video with, with, with your third eye. Now, nah, them was all truths, you know what I'm saying, designed to be jokes. Now, nah, them was truths right there. So, for me, yes, I have a good memory. I don't forget shit, child, child Lucas. So, for me, I feel like in this instance, I don't think Danny did anything wrong by requesting that. Because if she, all she can do is request it. And all while and out have to do is say, no, we stand by B. Simone. We want her on stage. If you don't feel comfortable, don't come. That's all that had to be done. So all this big song and dance and everybody getting up in arms and being so outraged as if, you know, she got B. Simone fired. Because that's what I thought at first, is that the girl got fired as angry as people were on Twitter. And then when I went and I looked into the story, I said, well, she wasn't fired. And she was on the very next episode. What are y'all crying about? They don't even get along. They're not friends. This, this girl has been lusting after her baby's father for the past two, three years. 
Even like on one Wild and Out episode, she was all in the baby's face, wanting to marry him, all this weird stuff. I'm sure she's not comfortable being on the same stage would be Simone. I wouldn't be if I was Danny. Uh, you damn right I would ask. Uh, is she going to be there? Okay, well, we're going to have to decide either me or her. Oh, okay, y'all choose me. Okay, great. I'll be there at 8 o'clock a.m. See y'all then. That's it. That's all. So like I said, y'all, y'all be having fake outrage because a lot of y'all won't even sit next to, you know, no, no co-worker that you don't like. I've had co-workers who I know for a fact do not wash their hands. I've told y'all this story before. You go, Patty. Never washed her hands when she went to the restroom. I would watch her and shit. Use the bathroom. I'm washing my hands at the sink. She'd walk right by. Okay? So whenever we did any potluck stuff, uh-uh. You're not, you're not touching anything before me. I'm first. Get my shit. And I don't eat anything that comes from her house. Well, let's say we order pizza or something. No, I'm first. You, and I'm not sitting next to her. Because she's dirty. She touches her phone. She's, you, she doesn't wash her hands. So I have the right to be protective of my energy and my health. Fuck that. Like, oh, you're so mean to pay because I'm the one that she tried. She thought she's about to beat me to the pizza. Uh-uh. No. Hell no. You better not touch that pizza. Not before me. Everybody's like, calm down. Now, fuck that. She don't wash her hands. <laughs> I went off. Everybody's like, I used to be going off on this lady. And they'd be like, why don't you just wash your hands? She's like, well, I just don't like washing my hands. Right. And she was honest about it. She did not wash her hands when she got done using the restroom. So, no, I'm going to clown you and don't sit me next to her. I don't care. I don't have to. I don't have to share anything with her. No. So again, I'm gonna protect my space. So why can't she? I just be mad anytime they have some type of dinner or breakfast. Shit. I'm first. Grab my plate. Grab my fork. Grab what I need to do and get back to my desk. I would never eat hold a utensil or anything after that woman ever. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> So again, like I said, I have no real dog in that fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm not caping for either one of these women because they both have done shitty shit. So I'm not caping for either one of them. But to me, B. Simone is not a victim in this. If she's upset, take it up with your boss, Nick Cannon. Okay? Um, so let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Dang, I've already been on for 30 minutes. Time be flying, honey. Okay, so Blatino Boy Sim 5 says, come through, sis, with the bang. And the updo hairstyle. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Aaron Moore sent $9.99. Says, hey, Auntie, love you. Just wanted to send some support. Thank you, Aaron. Appreciate you, love. Um, Ania Krushank sent $1.99. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Uh, C. Johnson sent $4.99. He says, happy Friday, Auntie. I knew you were going to talk about the stolen manifest. Hold on now. Oh, okay. The stolen, the stolen manifest and the yellow bone drama. I love the bangs. It's giving me Selena. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And yeah, that's another thing. I remember when she got drugged for stealing the man. The she made this whole you know manifest uh, workbook that she was selling, where you know you can manifest certain things to become richer. And then as people got the workbook, they realized that she just took all the information from other people's workbooks that had already been published online. And she got drugged for that back in 2020. So, yeah, I remember that, child. So now it's funny. She, so it's, it's okay for her to steal other people's work and sell it. But, you know, somebody steals her shine. It's the issue. Now we got to go on Tamron Hall and, you know, uh, cry tattoo tears and give grace. Okay. Well, I hope them people that you stole from gave you grace as well. 
Moving on. Um, let's see here. Uh, Michelle Campbell sent five says T is giving that throwback high school look. Love you, love you too. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Mora sent forty nine. She says I'm stuck in the hurricane. Ian, watching my fave. Love you, T. Blessings to you. Thank you and stay safe. Hurricane Ian was a no joke. It hit landfall in Florida as a category four, almost a category five. So a lot of my tea sippers, I have a, for whatever reason, no, I know why. I have a huge population of Floridians that are tea sippers because I used to do my Ratchet Florida videos. So initially they all came to like cuss me out, send me threats, tell me I could never come to Miami. All they sent me all types of nasty messages. And then they started liking me and then they just never left. So I have a big Florida, like, like when I went in my analytics, literally most of my subscribers live in Florida. <laughs> Thanks to my news channel. So all my Floridians, y'all, take care. Take care of yourselves. Be careful out there. I've been suggesting to a lot of my friends in Florida that they need to move. I'm not trying to be funny. I get it. The sunshine, you know, the beaches. But Florida is going to get hit worse and worse as time goes on. And on top of that, y'all, state is sinking. It wasn't built on the best type of land, you know, sand and stuff. It's sinking. The Everglades that used to help be the natural barriers for hurricanes. Y'all done damn near destroyed the Everglades. Okay. So a lot of y'all need to start thinking about moving. Okay. A lot of y'all in these coastal cities, because these coastal cities are not going to be around in 20 years, unfortunately. So listen, I said, don't come to Texas. We're full. <laughs> Y'all are so messy. I'm going to welcome them Floridians with open arms. Well, I notice a lot of folks are coming to the Midwest. Don't all y'all flood up here, okay? You're not going to drink up all our damn water and okay, cattle, Lake Superior. But um, I notice a lot of people moving towards the Midwest. I mean, I've had people moving to like North Dakota, South Dakota, um, Nebraska, you know, states that people would never normally move to, Minnesota. So, yeah, a lot of people are starting to leave. A lot of people are starting to leave those coastal areas. So y'all take care of yourselves. Be careful out there. Um, hopefully this will be the last hurricane of the season, but who knows at this point, you know, we're not sure. Somebody said or Atlanta's overbooked. Sweet I said that. Yes. Atlanta is booked. Atlanta, somebody said, stop coming to Arizona. Look, but you know why it's like that in a lot of states? Because I'm Californians. Crazy Californians. They left. They left in droves, honey. Y'all remember the big California uh, migration? All them damn Californians, they left. They ran their asses down to Texas, Florida. <laughs> they messed up Arizona, messed up all the property in Arizona and Texas. Raised the property, you know what I mean? So it got so bad where you, could even, you couldn't even find houses because they were willing to pay double. So a lot of people in Texas and in Arizona do not like Californians. Just saying. <laughs> so it's like COVID got people moving everywhere, you know, at this point. And even in Florida, they got a huge influx, but their influx came from New York. All them New Yorkers, they ran down to Florida. And so Florida ended up being the most expensive place. It um it surpassed New York. Remember, New York City was the most expensive. Well, now it's Florida. Thanks to all the New Yorkers coming down there. So, yeah, man, it's crazy. That's why I just, I, I like the Midwest. I'll travel anywhere, but I prefer just living in the Midwest. I mean, we might have to deal with snow um, and tornadoes every now and then. But for the most part, you know, I I'd rather deal with the snow. 
because that tends to melt. That doesn't really do a lot of damage. Let's see here. Uh, Erica sent five. Thank you so much, Erica. Appreciate you. Um, Ania, I hope I said that right, said, today's my birthday tea. Love your hair. Thank you so much and happy birthday, sis. Enjoy your day. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Luisa Pedro says, Guatemalan here. Love you, T. Thank you so much, Luisa. Appreciate you. Shout out to my Guatemalans in the house. Thank you so much. Strawberry sent a $9.99 super sticker. Thank you, Strawberries. Um, God's Child sent $4.99 sticker. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Daniel Rain sent five says, if, if a man or a woman don't love you or treat you how one should, leave them. Like, like the treat them how they want to be treated is more twisted. Um, I definitely agree. If somebody's not treating you how you should be treated, it makes no sense to hold on to that relationship. But the thing is, people are not going to leave until they get tired. Remember, everybody kept telling Danny, the diaper ain't no, you know, he ain't no good. He keeps cheating with you and Mimi and playing these little games. And he got somebody else pregnant in between those two, you know, and people kept wanting her, but she thought everybody was hating. You know, she thought everybody was jealous and, you know, they all wanted Jonathan and all this goofy stuff. Then she found out that you're no different. You know, now you're just another one of his baby's mothers. And the disrespect that he showed on social media, I would never respect him for that. Like that was disgusting. You know, just just that whole display was just to me disgusting and it was just totally uncalled for. So, um, yeah, you, you have to know your own self-worth. But again, you can want it for somebody, but they have to want it for themselves. So I think she's finally in a place where she's just like, you know what? I don't want to be in that space anymore. I don't see myself being with him. And I think she's in a better headspace now mentally. So she just needs to focus on raising her child and keeping it moving. But thank you for the super chat. A Blatina boy sent another five says, I feel like B. Simone has such low self-esteem. Why would she be perfectly content following the meme, following the mini route? Hold on. Following the Mimi route and being a baby mama to a Dusty. Mm. Well, she don't have no kids, though. I mean, unless she gets pregnant by him, she I don't think she's necessarily following the Mimi route because she don't have no kids by the baby. <laughs> Not the Dusty. <laughs> Not the diaper safety pins. Where did y'all find that uh, emoji? Mm-mm. I didn't know they had safety pin emojis. <laughs> y'all be funny. <laughs> y'all be walling out in the chat. Y'all be finding everything. Um, let me see here. Uh, Marvin D. Sentences. Hey, T. Looking gorgeous as always. Loving the bangs, sis. Thank you so much, Marvin. Thanks for coming through today. Appreciate you. Nick PJ sent $9.99, says, hey, T, I had to stop listening to the Green Room Live to catch you. Love you dearly. RQ, we need to continue embracing our Blackness, especially in these spaces, because no other race will. They just steal and market. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and thank you for supporting my platform. Um, let's see here. Sin Quali sent $9.99, says, I don't even get it. If anything, people should be upset with Wildin' Out. Or not pay, or hold on, for not paying her when she has a contract to work, if that is really the issue. Exactly. And I don't believe that they took her off and she wasn't paid. I refuse to believe that Wild and I would put themselves in that type of situation for a lawsuit. Cause you can't just not, if I'm, if I'm supposed to be here under contract, okay, so there's a situation with a guest, cool, but I still need my money. 
So I don't, I, I believe she got paid. I refuse to believe that they had her just sitting there in the audience, not getting the check. So yeah, she definitely should have took, took it up a while and out in Nick Cannon, in my personal opinion. Um, I don't even know. Munina, Munina Nicole says B. Simone had the ancestors cringing. Then she tried to clean it up, <clears throat> excuse me, and be the bigger person talking about grace, grace, grace. Girl, bye. You look cute, T. It's giving Ashley Banks. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about that. Thank you. Um, thanks for the Domino review. Definitely. That that damn Netflix documentary is insane. And it's funny because so many people are are watching it. A lot of people have something to say. Now, this is what I found funny. Boosie everybody was talking about it. Show everybody oh, hold on. I hate when these things pop up. Lil Boosie was talking about it. Let me show y'all what Boosie Boo had to say about the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary child. I don't know who asked him, but, you know, he has something to say. All of a sudden, he's pro-LGBT. Go ahead and play this. Us as blacks, we need to ban this Jeffrey Dahmer movie. This is some sick shit. What he did to our race. This is some sick shit. We need to boycott this damn movie off Netflix. This is sick. This is sick. The victim family should be getting paid off every dollar Netflix made. This is fucking sick. We need to ban this Jeffrey Dahmer movie. This is some sick shit. It's sick. Us as black. Oh, shut up. All right. So you just <laughs> shut up, Boosie Boo. So you just heard a little Boosie. He wants us to band together as black folks and boycott this movie. This is some sick shit. Sick shit. Um, first of all, I'm not boycotting anything. You have the right to watch or don't watch, first and foremost. Okay. Second of all, um, you know. I've heard a lot of stuff allegedly through the grapevine about Boosie, you know, hitter and all types of crazy shit, you know, internet and urban legend. I don't know if it's true or not, but are, are these supposed victims getting a check? The victims of your crime? You know, I, I don't know. I just right message, wrong messenger. I just, sir, stop. Stop. First of all, how old is this Jeffrey Dahmer situation? It, it's, oh, this is not anything new. Like, what are we banning? This is like the, the 10th Jeffrey Dahmer movie. This one's just really popular because it's on Netflix. And most people have Netflix, you know. But I feel like at the end of the day, I don't know if the family's getting paid or not. That's between Ryan Murphy and all of them. I have no idea. But I think if people want to watch it, they have the right to watch it. And if you don't, you definitely don't have, you know, you definitely don't have to. You know, but to rant and rave, you know, 30 years later. And most of the people that he killed were gay black men, okay? So let's start there. So are you gonna also have the same empathy in modern day society to stop, you know, dragging the same gay men on social media? Like how many times has he been in hot water for saying something about the LGBT community? So I don't, I just find this rich. I feel like he's just capping. Um, he's trying to act like he's in solidarity with the community now because y'all done messed up his sales and he's not getting as many streams. So I think he's trying to come out, you know, strong. You know, you know, when you start messing with their pockets, honey, now, oh, I'm team LGBT. Freedom for everybody. 
So I feel like that's what he's doing. I feel like he's trying to fight for the gays now because y'all done canceled him. I don't know how many damn times. <laughs> he was a bit too angry. I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess, sir. So let me go ahead. Um, I can't believe I've already been out here for an hour. That is just too funny. Too, too funny. Let me read these few more super chats. I'm going to get down to the next topic here. Um, uh, Bill's got me doing this. Says, hey, T, this is your Samoan sis that wished you happy birthday in Samoan. Your lives are the only ones that get me super excited. Thank you. You are so welcome, and thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Sal B says, T, just sliding through to give you your flowers. Love the bangs. Thank you so much, Sal. Young Kobe sent five. He says, B. Simone was dogging Martin Luther King on her podcast as a bad man, but praised the baby. Make it make sense. What? I didn't know she was dogging Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King, who led the civil rights movement, who gave, who basically, because of him, were able to do what it is we do. Right? Because before him and many others, we wouldn't have been able to be on television and I'm wilding out. Let me put in Martin Luther King and B. Simone and see what comes up. And I like receipts. Oh, it's true. What did she say? Let's watch. Y'all want to watch real quick? Let's see what was said. I put in Martin Luther King and B. Simone. Oh, it just happened too. B. Simone disrespects Martin Luther King. B. Simone says Martin Luther King was a cheater and not a great man. Okay, so that it seems like that was the gist of it. Let's see what comes up on TikTok. Okay, you know, TikTok be short and sweet, child. Ain't no fucking way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Ain't no fucking... Shut up. I want somebody to play that what happened. Ain't no way. Hate them weird TikToks. Hold on. Is there another one? I just want to know what was said. Let's see if they say it. Okay, no audio. Oh, okay, nope, no audio. Let's try one more. If it don't play, then we're going to move on. Okay, this looks like it might What's more life. important, the fact that Martin Luther King is the man that fought for freedom or the fact that he was cheating on his wife? Jesus, I'm going to give you this example. He's a great father. He's a great businessman. He's a great CEO. He's an entrepreneur. He's such a boss. He's a boss. Look at that man. He's a boss. Look he's, at a, him. he's a great father. Look at him. That strong black man. He's Look at him being at a his at kid's him. game. But you're cheating on your wife. You're not a good husband. But he's great in all these other aspects. How are you a great leader, a great CEO, a great black man? You're not, you're not great. You're not, you're you're not great. God, you're not. That is triggering. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. I'm a good dad. You're not a good dad because you don't respect me. How the fuck you showing these kids you a good father and you don't respect their mother? You're not a great dad, my nigga. You're okay. Oh, she was very triggered. That sounds like, that sounds like a personal, like she's. Like somebody cheated on her. She's talking to that person. Like she had a flashback. That was like a flashback moment. The way she, you know what I mean? Like that was a flashback. I could respect what she's saying if she wasn't dick riding the diaper. That's what I'm going to say about that. Yeah, she snapped. That was way too personal. That's, 
That that message was for her ex-boyfriend, not Martin Luther King. <laughs> that was for her ex-boyfriend who cheated on her. So again, you know, I, I could if, if you're gonna take that stance. Cool, that's your business. But then you, you can't be up here calling the diaper the goat. You can't be up here, you know, jocking him. He can do no wrong. He's not faithful to none of the women he was with. He got all types of side babies, but you stay uplifting him. So I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, thank you for that tea, young Kobe. I didn't even know about that child. I thought she was about to punch me through the screen the way she was popping off. She went in, honey. You know why I keep calling him the diaper? Because I keep thinking about him running around in that damn diaper. That big adult diaper. Such a mess. Um, let me see here. Mariah Monique says, hey, auntie, the baby's head look like the PT Cruiser. I just wanted to say that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you, Mariah. <laughs> Y'all are wilding out. Uh, Faith Keeper says, okay. Check you out. I see you, boo, just coming to uh, give you your flowers. It's well-earned and much-deserved. Thank you so much, Faith. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Young Kobe sent another, he sent $10. He says, if serial killers had a music genre, it would be rap. Rappers speak about killing all the time, especially their own. Make it make sense. Mm, they're not ready for that conversation. Remember when me and um, BL Sherelle, I did the podcast and we were talking about, like, you know, drill rap and all that stuff. And I was saying that one of the things that frustrates me in hip hop is the glorification of killing other black men, how it's glorified. And, you know, even people having all this sympathy when King Von was killed. Like, I get it, you're a fan of his music, but you want everybody to, to cry. You want a national King Von day. Um, my issue is everybody knows that this man allegedly has seven bodies, right? He was in jail. He got out, but he went to jail for murders. They even said he killed K.I. Like I said on that podcast, if this was a white man in the Ozark Mountains and he had seven bodies under him, he'd be called a serial killer. So why is it in hip hop when people are bragging about taking the lives of other people. I don't care if it's their ops. I don't care if it's random people. But when they're rapping or even, you know, in that whole drill scene, how many of these kids literally had real bodies under them? Why are they not addressed as what they are? Serial killers. That, that's just what it is, plain and simple. You're not a goon. You're not a savage. You're a serial killer. You're no different. Maybe you're not eating body parts. Maybe you're not stalking women, but you're stalking your prey in the hood and you're shooting people and killing people as if they're animals and pieces on a chessboard. So now I totally agree with you. If Jeffrey Dahmer was to be alive and drop a song, oh, he'd be right in the hip hop category, rapping about, you know, his victims and how he did this and did that. So, yeah, I find it very rich coming from people like Lil Boosie saying that we need to cancel him because, you know, he killed people. Meanwhile, his his brethren rap, all y'all do is brag about killing people, you know, which is sad, which is sad. Yeah, none of these people are shooters. They're serial killers. You know, especially when you're terrorizing your community, the community that you live in, and you're watching, you know, every day there's a story about a teenager getting shot, getting killed. And you're, you're, you know, helping your the destruction of your own community, your own race. You're no better than a serial killer, in my opinion. 
So yeah, no, thank you for that. I appreciate you. Um, Mucha Denera says, sending you some love, big sis. Loving the hair. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, sis. Sean Little sent 1999. Thank you, Sean. He says, hey, lovely T, I've been following you for about 15 years. I ain't been out here since that long, have I? Damn, 15 years. I ain't been out here that long. You tried it. <laughs> it's been a while, though. It has been a while, but you tried it. <laughs> he says, um, I call you auntie, but I consider you like my little sister. Love you. October 4th, I'll be turning 49 years old. I will continue supporting you. Thank you so much, Sean. I know you've been one of my OGT sippers and happy early birthday to you. If you don't happen to catch me on the 4th, enjoy your birthday and definitely just enjoy the last year, your 40s, you know, embrace it because so many times, you know, black men are told they're not going to make it to be a certain age and everybody who makes it another year, you're living testimony. So thank you so much for the support. I appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Belina Lifestyle in Japan says the family is not getting paid um, is not getting paid. Not only that, Netflix didn't let the family know about the project in advance, and the families are saying that they were traumatized again and are very upset with Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I figured they wouldn't be getting paid. I figured that much. Yeah. You know, I, it's sad. Maybe they will be able to. You know, who knows? Maybe they will be, but we'll see. Yeah, I know we've been out here for a while. My channel does say 2006. Y'all tried it. Stop. Okay, that's when YouTube was, you know, came out. I was on, when I came on here in 2006, I was not making videos. I was on here watching, you, you know, the Soldier Boy and shit, you know, crank that, all those crank that dances. That is why I created my channel. So me and my, my child at the time who was in kindergarten, who's now in damn college, we was watching those crank that, remember crank that Lion King? And they had every damn crank. That is why. So y'all tried it. I was not making videos in 2006. <laughs> I started making my hair videos in 2008, though. So yes, it's been it's been some time. It's been some time. But I really took it serious. I really started taking YouTube really seriously in 2014 when I quit my job. So when I quit my IT job, that is when I started taking this seriously, and it's been up ever since then. So I really consider me taking YouTube seriously in 2014, but I have been... I made my first video in 2008. That's when I first, you know, started coming on YouTube doing hair tutorials and things like that. But yeah, I was not making videos in 2006. We were just watching Soldier Boy and all the crank videos back then. So, yeah, man, it's it's been a it's been a long ride. It's been a blessing. I've seen a lot of people come and go on YouTube, so I'm I'm grateful and I'm humbled to still be here. I'm grateful and humbled that I've been able to just, you know, just transition with the times and, you know, continue on with my channel and still have people supporting me. Like I've literally watched people go from elementary school to college and have families and get married and so I feel like everybody who's been a part of my journey is really like family. So it's been a blessing. It has. I can't believe it's been that many years though, man. Time be just, ooh, it be flying. Well, at least I don't look like, you know what I'm saying? I don't look that old, though. So, you know, God is good. <laughs> I don't look much different in age, so that's good. I've gotten older, but I don't, you know, I don't look much different. Just a little bit thicker. That's about it. <laughs> that's about it, man. Let me see here. So let's go ahead. I, damn, I've been out here already an hour. Okay, we got over 8,000 people in here. Shout out to y'all. Please hit that like button. Um... Let's see. I want to also, we got to talk about this. I could not believe this when this came out. So 
everybody knows about the PMB Rock situation where he was killed um, at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And at that point, remember, a lot of people were saying it was a girlfriend's fault. She had posted the location soon he was killed, things like that. Well, now it's come out that it definitely was not her fault. This father and son just happened to, you know, see them. Like I was saying, how do we know them? People weren't ready. Go back and watch my first stream about the PNB situation. I said, I said, how do we know that the people who killed them weren't already there? How do we know they didn't get a phone call and say, you know, look who's here? So sadly, it was almost like a set of coincidences, right? She posts a location. They have no idea that there's people outside who see him go into this location. And I believe he rode up there in a very expensive car. I might be wrong, but people are saying he was in a Rolls Royce, which is going to stand out like a sore thumb in that area. So they have now found the, the killers. They are charging three people. I want to show you guys two news clips. It is so disheartening, especially as a just watching this, because you have one job as a parent. And these parents definitely failed their child. So let me go ahead and um, play this clip for you guys here. Give me just a second. It's two different clips I had to play. Okay. So this is the first one I want y'all to see. Stepmother, they're being charged with murder of Brapper PNB Rock. He was shot and killed during a robbery at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle in South L.A. earlier this month. Fox 11's Christy Fajardo has more on the trio of suspects. She joins us now live from Compton. Christy. Now, one of the suspects, Chantel Trone, was arraigned here at the Compton Courthouse earlier today. The 17-year-old, whose name is not being released because he is a minor, was also arraigned in juvenile court. And his father was on the run until today. A family under arrest, 40-year-old Freddie Trone, no longer a fugitive, caught by police in Las Vegas. The LAPD says he was the getaway driver, and his 17-year-old son was the gunman, who earlier this month shot and killed. Rapper PMB Rock, while he was eating lunch at Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in South LA with his girlfriend. The LAPD believes the duo was after the rapper's expensive jewelry and may have been tipped off to his whereabouts by a social media post. His murder provoking outrage and calls for justice. He was a guest in our community and was gunned down, gunned down by cowardly acts. Also likely to turn heads, Fox 11 has learned the alleged teen gunman was just out of jail and wearing an ankle monitor, which should have gone off once he left his home. Court's going to go on the record, call the matter of people, which is Chantel Trone. Also in custody, Freddie Trone's 38-year-old wife, Chantel, who choked back tears during her arraignment in Compton. Police have not said her involvement, but she pled not guilty to charges of being an accessory after the fact. Chantel Trone is due back in court on October 13th. As for Freddie Lee Trone, he could be arraigned as early as tomorrow. Now, we did. Let me play the next video, y'all. Are shedding light on the killing of rapper PNB Rock. Gigi Gracia joins us here in studio now with the latest details. I, I, I am just overwhelmed by the number of details that have been coming out about this case that 
a lot of which you you know is a result of your own digging. And certainly some really sad details in the last moments of PNB Rock's life. Both Freddie Lee Trone, who had been on the run from police but was arrested in Las Vegas yesterday, and his 17-year-old son have been charged with murder in the death of the rapper. Although prosecutors say it was the teenager who actually killed him. And we are learning more about what happened that fateful day. Now, the felony complaint starts with a mystery man in red. He has yet to be identified, but prosecutors say he saw PNB Rock and his girlfriend arrive at Roscoe's wearing expensive jewelry. From the wording, it appears he may have been inside the restaurant. He then waits outside until Freddie Lee Trone is seen arriving. The two men talk outside Roscoe's. Trone then leaves, but he returns shortly with his 17-year-old son this time, who prosecutors say was armed with a gun. Trone drops him off a short distance away from Roscoe's. Trone Jr. then goes inside, walking straight to the table where the rapper and his girlfriend were sitting, eating, pointing a gun at them, prosecutors allege, and saying, give me all of your jewelry now. The very next item on the timeline has the teen shooting PNB Rock in the chest, just like that. And after he fell to the ground, prosecutors say the teenager shot him two more times this time in the back. The felony complaint goes on to say the teenager then pointed the gun at PNB's girlfriend, Steph, saying, quote, show me your hands, give me that blank right now. I swear to God, I shoot you in the head. The teen then robbed her, took her jewelry, and the complaint says that as the rapper lay dying on the floor of the restaurant, the teenager robbed him too, taking his chains and watch, and pulling his rings off of his fingers. Now, the timeline in the complaint ends with the father driving back to Roscoe's to pick up his son, and then they went home. But prosecutors say they parked blocks away, and as they walked, the teenager got rid of his shoes and his shirt. There is no mention of that social media post from PNB's girlfriend that tagged them eating at Roscoe, although police say they're still investigating. As for the man in red, well, they're looking for him, too. All right. So let me come back on the screen here. Yeah, I just watched both of those um, stories. I think the whole situation is heartbreaking. And I think what's even more sad is the fact that there's so many people involved. You know, it's one thing if it was just this 17-year-old acting on his own behalf. But the fact that the father saw the rapper first and then called his son to, you know, come and rob him. And for whatever reason, the son just thought it was just better to just shoot him. You know, it's just really disturbing because, again, as a parent, your job is to parent your child. Your job is to lead your child in the right direction. And obviously, this father and this stepmother were not doing that. The father, I believe, is about 38 years old. His son is 17, meaning he had him about around the age of 15. I think that they said the daddy's. No, the dad they're saying is 32, I believe. Yeah. Of the stepmom. I don't know. Somebody's damn young in the situation. The stepmom is 32. How old is the dad's age? Either way, they're in their early 30s with a 17-year-old, meaning they were very young teens when this child was born. And it seems like they've just led him astray instead of actually parenting. The news said that he was already on probation, okay? He already had an ankle monitoring bracelet on him, meaning that he has been out here committing crimes, you know what I'm saying, doing all types of nefarious shit. And instead of them staying on top of him, making sure to keep him out of trouble, you guys lead him into trouble? Okay, the daddy's 40. Okay, so the the mama is younger. Okay, there's a few different ages on there. But either way, it's just very disturbing 
to see that a parent, two parents are involved in this. Like, this is insane to me. You know, and they're saying that the son is a juvenile and, and all this and that. To me, charge them all as adults, which they definitely will with the father and the mother, but the son also. You know, and thank God his girlfriend wasn't killed because this boy was on some you know, on some homicidal maniac shit. He could have easily just, you know, killed PMB, killed the baby, killed the, the girlfriend just because. You know, and it is just really disturbing that L.A. has gotten this bad. And it's only getting attention, right, because it's a rapper that's killed. So imagine all the regular people day to day in L.A. and in other major cities just going about their daily lives and they're getting stuck up by people and killed. Like none of this was worth it. He could have easily took that boy's jury and then just kept it moving. But it's almost like he had to, like, take his life for some reason. And that's like the most evil part. Even the fact that not only did he take his life, but before he left, he shot him two more times. So he can't even say there was an accident or the gun accidentally went off and then proceeded to rob him. So it's almost like, was this a setup? You know, did they, I, I don't know. I just feel like, was this a hit possibly? And then you have the younger person do it so that way they can possibly get less time. Cause of course they're thinking they're not going to get caught. Because it's just very odd that they took it to that extreme. It's one thing to rob them and you're robbing him in a public place with a bunch of people around. But the fact that they went all the way there where they not only robbed him but killed him. And then before he left, he shot him two more times to make sure he was dead. So I, I don't know. It just seems like there's more. Yeah, I'm glad y'all are getting set up vibes too. It seems like there's just more to the story. Um... But either way, it's unfortunate because, you know, this young man has lost his life. He's never going to make another song. He's never going to be there for his children. So the whole thing is really sad. And matter of fact, what was so interesting, if you guys don't know, this was about a week ago. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Big Trail, he was robbed. His home was robbed for thousands of dollars. I want to say close to a million. Um, and Big Trail came out with a message. Let me see if I can find it. Because as we all know, Big Trail been out here dropping them robbery songs, honey. And then what you know, like I always tell y'all, the power of the tongue. He was rapping about robberies and everything else. And then a robbery happened at his own home. And so he started, you know, he was preaching some real shit. I got to respect that. Let me go ahead and um play y'all this video. Oh, did I say Big Trump? I'm sorry. T Grizzly. I'm sorry. There's so many damn rappers I can't keep up. T Grizzly. My bad. Here we go. I appreciate everybody reaching out. You know what I'm saying? Checking on me and shit. I'm good. My family good. Thank God. I just need y'all to do one thing for me, though, man. Send a prayer up for PNB Rock and his kids. King Vine and his kids. And all the kids out here that got to grow without their pops. You feel me? And I, I had to go through that. I grew without my pops because he was killed. You feel me? And that shit ain't easy at all. So send the prayers and we just gonna wish many blessings on them. Another thing I want to share with the artists out here. <clears throat> we got to watch what we speaking into existence, man. I know we looking at it like we just making music. It's art and all this shit and that. But these words is powerful, bro. And just like we can speak some good shit into existence, we can speak some bad shit into existence. You feel me? So we got to really be careful what we saying about ourselves when we make this music, man. You know? Speaking third person, create some characters or something like that and tell us, you know, shit like that. 
we gotta be careful what we say out here. And um, yeah, man, that's it. All right, so y'all just heard what T Grizzly had to say, and he was saying some real stuff. I don't know why I was calling him Big Trail. Sorry, he looked like a big trail. <laughs> I don't know why I was calling him Big Trail, <laughs> but um, he was saying some real stuff though because he had dropped that those songs, those robbery songs, and then the same thing happened to him. But you know, thank God, all they you know, it sucks to be robbed, right? But at least he still has his life. You know, he's still okay. But it is getting really, really bad, you know, in L.A. right now. It's, it's just getting really, really bad. And um, I just hope that people take this as like a lesson. I think at this point, if you're going to be in L.A., you got to move smart. You just you cannot be out here with just a bunch of jewelry on rolling through the hood in a Rolls Royce. You know, not this is not a case of blaming the victim because that's not what I'm doing. He's definitely blameless in this. But what I'm saying is for people that don't find themselves in the same situation is you definitely have to move smart. Because remember, when he walked into that restaurant, what was on him that was shining that caught the daddy's attention? The jury, the bling, you know? And if you've ever been around uh, rappers and industry people when they had them big chains, hell, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I've never seen so many diamonds. Like, it's it's like, it's just like, <laughs> it like hypnotizes you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you're up to no good and you're a stick-up kid, that is like a calling card. So I'm sorry if you're going to go in certain areas, especially, you know, the hood and stuff like that, leave the jury at home. Leave the jury at home. It makes no sense to wear all that stuff to go eat at at a, at a waffle place. It just doesn't. Just leave it at home. You know what I'm saying? I know rappers feel like they have to put on this whole rapper costume. That's cool if it's a safe environment, if it's an industry party, but not in the hood. You know, so it's really sad. It's really sad. Um, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, K-Bob says, hey, T, jumped and screamed when you came on my screen. I scared my kid. I'm glad you're on to help me fold these clothes. That's what's up. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, Terrell Kelly, <laughs> big trail. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got that from. Maybe I seen your name. I don't know, but. There's a Terrell in here. Uh, they sent $20. They said goals. Thank you so much. Um, Michelle Miles says, hey, T, B. Simone sounded like she was talking to her own father. Mm. I don't know her relationship with her dad, so maybe. But thank you so much. Uh, Dora sent five, says, hey, T, missing the brighter Missing the brighter hair. You always looking good. Love your content. I'm, dis I'm a disheartened teacher. You inspire me to just do my own thing. Well, thank you so much for the super chat. Don't be disheartened. We need you to teach the babies, you know, but definitely do things that make you happy outside of teaching. Um, teachers are like anybody else. So definitely like, you know, do things that make you happy. Let your hair down, go out, take a break. You know, even if you have to take a few days off, definitely take care of your mental health. Cause I know the school system right now is draining for a lot of teachers. Um, a lot of teachers have no recourses towards some of these students who are very disruptive, who are acting up, things like that. Teachers put up with a lot of mess. So definitely take care of yourself. Um, definitely take breaks. Definitely, you know, self-care, pampering, get a foot massage, you know, body massage. Do what you have to do to make yourself feel better because your job is not you. You know what I'm saying? That is your job. You're there to help the students, but don't forget about the core of who you are. So thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Michelle 
Sawyer said 99. She says, hey, T, I'm late to the live. I'm going to catch the playback. Later, my 21st birthday was Tuesday. LOL, love you. Happy belated birthday. I hope you enjoyed your 21st birthday. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Kate the Great says, I'm already planning my Halloween costume for your fabulous annual party. Should I be Patti LaBelle or Tina Turner? I cannot wait to turn up much love. Yes, I was thinking about that. We are definitely doing a Halloween party this year. We haven't had a party in a while, but we're definitely having our annual Halloween party. I don't know who I'm going to be last year. Who was that last year? Chad, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I thought it was just something sexy. That's all. You know about <laughs> I was on a cute top and some damn bunny ears, child. I thought it was just something sexy. I don't know who I'm gonna be this year. But yeah, um, I don't know. Do Patty LaBelle. I think that'd be dope. You could do Patty LaBelle. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Quinn Tessa. Says, did you see Kodak Black post from Roscoe's? It was distasteful. Uh-uh. I didn't see. Let me see if she's posted it. Let me refresh my page. Maybe she's posted it. Kodak Black is always on some foolish stuff. I didn't even see that. I didn't hear about it yet. Uh, no, she hasn't posted it. Let me let me look up Kodak. Let's see what comes up on uh, Instagram. So he's just sitting at um, Roscoe's. Oh, is this on his? Is that chick? Okay, I find I'm on his page. Let's let's watch this together. Kodak Black. Hope he ain't playing music. He says, "Long live PNB. Good chicken and waffles. BT power up. Steel Bill. First comment says, "Bro." Somebody else says, ain't no way. What do you mean by this? Too soon, Kodak. Bro, what? Wow. Yeah, people are calling him out. Bro, just ask for it. I don't even know how I feel about this. Crying face emoji. This is sad. And he has the, the location, Chicken and Waffles. Again, some of these celebrities are the biggest attention whores. They will do anything to go viral. They'll do anything for a moment. All attention is good attention in their eyes. You know, they don't care. I don't, what is the point of that? It's not even funny. Like the, the timing is not okay. He's a clown. He's a clown. I can't take him seriously. That's sad. So I've been on here for an hour and 13 minutes. Time be flying. Okay, so I want to go ahead and get on this last topic here. Child. These two fools are running neck and neck. <laughs> Dick Cannon and NBA Youngboy. So two nights ago, NBA Youngboy posted his 10th child. Okay. Let me read you this. NBA Youngboy has welcomed his 10th child and second with his fiancée, Jaslyn Michelle. The Louisiana rapper revealed Wednesday on YouTube. On his YouTube channel, The Last Slime Lito, um, he shared a photo of himself feeding and swaddling an infant with the caption, we got left today for a little bit, but it's cool. Earlier this month, the video blogger, Michelle, revealed, in, revealed via YouTube that she and young boy were expecting a boy. She said, I can't believe I'm having a boy. Um, in her latest vlog, 
And NBA young boys nesting for the arrival of their bundle of joy. I never thought I'd have a boy. So they have a daughter who, you know, is only a few months old. So he's about to welcome an 11th child soon. Let's not forget that NBA young boy is only 22 years old. He's literally a year older than my child, right? My child is 21. He has He's about to have 11 kids. He has 10 at the age of 22. And I, again, I don't care how much money these people have. Y'all, y'all love to use that excuse. Well, they got money, so. A lot of people have money. Money does not equate time. It does not equate, you know, dealing with your kids. So while he's with these two children, because he's engaged to this fiance, at least he is finally getting engaged. Um, what about the other nine? Are they getting the same equal amount of time? I doubt it. I don't, I just, it's just insane. He's 22 with 10 kids. But of course, not to be outdone.